Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest of 2022 is a man who can be considered an inspiration to many who desire to enter the world of video games. Making his fourth appearance, that's right, your fourth <laughs> appearance on the show, formerly residing in my city of Philadelphia and currently living in Japan as the international affairs coordinator, producer, and now voice actor for NT Creates. His name is Matt Papa, and he is here to talk about the upcoming sequel spinoff series known as Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous X2, which is available or will be available on January the 27th on all major platforms, Nintendo Switch, PS4 and 5, Xbox One, Series XS, and Steam. Let's welcome back Matt to Talk Time Live. What's going on, brother? Hey Dax, good to see you again, man. It's uh, it's 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 good to be back. It feels like feels like a homecoming every time I talk to you. <laughs> but this is like the first time we literally saw each other since like way back, maybe like six years ago. Oh my god, I know it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Which is why it's I'm kind of wearing this hat. This hat is like kind of a tribute to when we first met because it was at DJ Cutman's uh, album release party for um, Meow Meow Bow Wow, and that's yep. where I met you and Jessica. And yep. It's yep. been dope since, and your journey has been awesome. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's 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 kind of insane, like to think back, like you know, at that time, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, just like trying to get any foothold in the world of video games in any right. way possible that I could, and here we are. <laughs> I can tell you, man. Between, I, I, like, honestly, between you, Mega Ran, and I, I would give, uh, I would give uh, Chris Cutman credit to that too like you guys inspired me to even do what i'm doing now like i i, I looked at you and i was like I, it wasn't my time yet but i was really paying attention to what you were doing it was just like making it happen but it was a time when i was just tired of the office world and i was just like you know no, what? i feel that man it's time and but now now it's like a now it's you know we now live in a gig economy it's a trend now to do it what we really. both done like <laughs> a few years back crazy. No, it's true, man. Like it, it's crazy how much has changed since then. And like, like it both feels like it feels like, you know, forever ago and like yesterday at the same time, like uh, yeah. I'll be in, in March, like just in like what, not even not even two months, like early March, I'll be right. there'll be eight years in Japan. Wow. Eight. It's freaking so nuts. Man, right, so like, it wasn't six years ago. It was eight. So which means because when you left, it was like, no, not that far away from that album release party. So it's almost been a decade now. Yeah, no, it has. Like, you know, like <sighs> me, me and Jess actually just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Uh, Congratulations yeah, to you too. Thank you. 
Yeah, that was just what a couple days. That was on the 11th, so just a, a few days ago. Right. And uh, like 10 years with her, eight year, almost eight years now in Japan. Like, like t- time needs to just like pump the brakes a little bit and just kind of <laughs> like ease, ease forward. Like, well, ease if it forward. helps, I mean, we we talk about the 10 year challenge and all that stuff, man. I mean, like you look exactly the same as you did 10 years back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. Um, I definitely give that all credit to that to my mother, who like, <laughs> is uh, As you she's, should. she's like she's sixty three years young, and uh, any anyone who ever sees a picture of me with her, they're like, "That's your mom." No way. <laughs> like, I'm like, "There's no way." She's like, "What she have you?" And she was like, "Like how? Like I, the math doesn't add up. How does this right, work?" Right. I'm like, yeah. like, she, like, no, like, yeah, I, I get it from her. So if uh, I, I if 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 Father Time is as kind to me as it is to her, I think it'll be all right. Right. <laughs> So I'm going to consider this actually a sort of a early birthday gift because it, it, and you're in Japan right now. That means it's January the 14th, which is my birthday. Well, happy birthday. That's thank you. And I'm going to, you know, it's still just a few hours shy, three hours shy from the 14th, but we're going to kick it off early right now. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. You got any big birthday plans for the, for, for you, for the big day for yourself? Just probably not. Just really, I'm not really that had the hype to do anything for real for one thing we do still and we're still in the pandemic so oh absolutely if i can't go disney and like go crazy and have fun for real like i did before yeah, i'm not man. really stressed and plus like last year last year was one a an entire year uh, like one year christmas for me because you know i started working um with repop and becoming a you know moderator for them and host yeah, for man. their panels which was like really dope as hell. And then no, on top awesome. of that, it was good work. Oh, it's right, man. Thanks. I, I, it's absolutely awesome. It was a, it was a just great to be with a company that really values me. And that was, I think that's the biggest and best part about it all. Dude, I get that 100%. Like being valued, like where you work and do your thing that, is so freaking important. So like, and you, you do amazing work, you know, you, you put so much love and heart into what you do. And so I'm glad that somebody else, you know, who wants to help pay your bills, notice that. And like, <laughs> you know, like it's so important. True indeed. And, and, and not only that, but to trust me, you know, trust me with the, the guests and people that I've been able to, you know, work with and everything. It was just been, yeah, yeah. It's been awesome. So like, I mean, that plus I got a chance to go to New York Comic Con for the very first time ever. And it was like an invite, you know, as a guest and press. So I was right. like, it's awesome, right? <laughs> I don't, and good, I don't know. You know, I've been told you know, things are going to happen like again this year, but um, I'm just leaving it open. So I'm like my birthday, if I don't yeah. do anything exclusive, but game, <laughs> chill, dude, dude, throw down some games, just ha- have like a super dope like dinner or something like that. Get yourself. That's a nice pretty much meal. what me and my wife are going to do. We're, we're just going to go out, you know, Perfect. chill and then just keep it because like this whole entire year is going to be very interesting. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that, it's all thing, good. Like, you know, if that's one of the things that's been like one of the biggest changes, like is not being able to go. Like I haven't been to an event in almost two years yeah. at least in the States anyway. Right. Right. So, exactly. Um, so like, like that's one of the things I miss the most, but like, you can't, you can't put any expectations on it. Cause you just would, uh, you never, you just never know, like from week to week, you just never know yeah, exactly. how it's going to be. So you're just fine by the seat of your pants, but no, that's awesome. You got to go to New York comic con. That's a, that's a really good event. And uh, one that's very important to me, personally 
Uh, New York Comic Con is responsible for some of the biggest life events that I can possibly imagine. Wow. So, uh, like, New York Comic Con is not only where I met Jess. Wow. <laughs> Are you kidding and, me? Uh, yeah, no. We, 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 we first met in New York Comic Con, what was that, 2011? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she was that cosplaying as Trombon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so That's and, all it uh, took. A little, little bit of Mega 20- Man inspiration. And then it's funny because it's all Mega Man related because and then in 20, uh, 2010 New York Comic Cons where I met KG and Afune right. and uh, and uh, kind of like made the first link in the chain to me getting in the game. That is right. You did tell later. me that the last time we you were on a show mm-hmm. and I didn't put a piece to, uh, the two together. That's pretty- yeah, so New York Comic Con is a very special event to me. So I'm, I'm super glad you got to go and experience it and have a good Not time. Not only did I love it for the first time, but it was just a matter of the fact mm-hmm. that under the new climate that we're in and they yeah. were still handling their, they were so professional. It That's made me great. proud to work with this crew. Like, cause I don't know if you heard what happened like weeks later, a month or so later with anime uh, New York city. Yeah. At this I, point. I, I heard, I heard about it. Yeah. And the same, and at the same Javits center, like it was like night and day from what like repop did as opposed to what, you know, these guys did. And I was like, this is, Really not. I don't know how they how they handled the structure, but it just made Repop look that much better <laughs> what they did, because I I had none of those problems it, the entire four days I was there, you know. Well, I'm glad you didn't have any issues because, you know, it's like you said, you never know what the heck's going to happen. So exactly. Uh, I'm glad you were able to have a smooth, good experience, <laughs> <laughs> especially being my first time, you know, that 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 mattered. <laughs> no, but no, I digress. We got to talk about what's going on right now in a couple of weeks, and that is Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger X2. Like, yes, sir, I love the first game. Thank I, you. Thank you. That's let me great. just let me just say this. I you know what a deal. I've, I've been a fan of Gunvolt since day <laughs> one. And yes, you have. You've been it there. is safe to say that it is indeed a spiritual successor to Capcom style 2D platformer once known or seen as Mega Man. And oh, yeah. Now you have this. Now you uh, the universe continues to expand with this uh, spinoff with Copen, and he's back with a new adventure. Um, in terms of just gameplay, because you don't have to give me everything yeah. or uh, give our listeners everything. Um, just in terms of gameplay alone, what can you what, what can we expect uh, from this next installment? Yeah. So the if if, if you're familiar with Copen's gameplay from playing him as maybe in maybe like Gunvolt Two or in the first yeah. Luminous Avenger X game. Um, there's actually quite a few, well, I don't want to say quite a few, there's actually a few like major gameplay changes that really sort of changed up the formula yeah. a bit. So it, it, which is nice because it creates a fresh new, it still feels like coping, but it's still like a fresh experience. Yeah. Um, because the, I would say the biggest things for this gameplay now, he has a new weapon called the razor wheel. He doesn't even kind of like, see that. like I'm digging gun it. anymore. Yeah. Um, so he has a lot more, uh, close range combat abilities than he mm-hmm. did before. Because yeah. it's basically like a giant buzzsaw. It's pretty badass, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so he still has like, you know, like the dash and lock on mechanics where, you know, dash on the enemy, lock on them and have like the homing shots. That's still yeah. there. That's still a core part of his gameplay. Um, but he's got a lot more, um, you know, uh, he's got a lot more capabilities on the ground and up close and personal than he did before. Yeah. But at the, at the expense of that, he's not quite as mobile in the air as he used to be. He can still do the air dashes and all that stuff that's kind of trademark coping gameplay. 
Yeah. Um, but in the other games, he had up to three air dashes he could do at mm-hmm. once before he had to land. Now yeah. in this game, you know, he can do one before he has to land or make contact wow. with um, with like the terrain or something like that. So it's, you know, he, he gains, you know, it's, it's give and take, right? Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a new formula for COVID, uh, but I personally really like it. And I think it's one of those, like, once you get used to it, you, mm-hmm. he opens up uh, a lot more combat capabilities than he had before. And well, it sounds I like what's was, uh, was uh, awesome about it because I just fit, I just replayed the first game. Oh, did and, you? Nice. you know, it just like, that's what I love. Like games, like, you know, anything Mario, I'll, I'll give Mario as a big uh, example because uh, Miyamoto son constantly refreshes that entire IP. Every game is not the same game. Yep. 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 And I, I, I a lot of times when I play these games, I hope that everybody looks at that. And it's like you got to keep reinventing the wheel with this guy, with your, with your IP. Yeah, like if you always do the same thing, like it just no matter how good it is, it eventually can get stagnant. And like yeah. it's it's funny because you like you always feel like some people like some people just always want just more of the same. And then right. some people just want like give me something brand new all the time. <laughs> it's so hard to strike. It is. It is balance, you know. So, um, you know, 2D action, you know, 2D action games like like Gunvolt, you know, Gunvolt's our flagship IP, right? So yeah. 2D action games like Gunvolt or Gunvolt Chronicles, um, um, you know, that's into creates his bread and butter. So, you know, we'll, we will be making 2D action. As long as these lights are on, we'll still be making, <laughs> you know, 2D action games of that nature. Yeah. Um, there's so much you can do with the formula, you know, just even just, if you look at Copen's gameplay, how it evolves from, from GV2, to x1 and now x2 you can just see the transformation yeah and and i think that's you know keep the the core the heart of the gameplay you know that high speed high flying yeah 2d action still there so you have the essence yeah still there but the fine details can you know change and evolve and all that stuff and i think that's awesome but even more also which what is great about that is that you're giving the mechanics their own personality you know, if I play uh, Azura Striker Gunvolt, it's a totally different game. It, you know, it's all in the same universe, but it's a totally different game because of the sure, me- play mechanics. And then you go and do the same thing for Copen. So you can enjoy every one of these with equal yet different experiences. Absolutely. And then and that's that's just the key. Just to keep evolving. I and mean, you, you, you mentioned Mario before. I mean, look at how much, you know, you go from Mario 64 to Sunshine to Galaxy to Odyssey, yep. like, you know, that heart of, you know, the 3D Mario essence is still there throughout the whole thing, but you mm-hmm. can see just how much, not only obviously the graphics have evolved, but right. how many, right, right, right. you know, gameplay elements have evolved too. And I think that's, you know, it still keeps the, the heart. Even in 2D, there. even in 2D uh, side scrollers still, like there's something yeah. always to, you know, you know, give. It's, uh, they find some way to make something different. It's amazing what they do. And it's amazing what you guys do as well uh, with, with the uprising of this universe that you guys are creating. This is pretty, it's yeah, pretty it, awesome. It's been a wild ride because, you know, this is, you know, we released Gunvolt 1 in 2014. And yeah. that was like Inti Creates' first foray into self-published original IPs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, here we are in 2022, you know, with the fourth game in the Gunvolt series with the fifth one with Gunvolt 3 right on the yeah. horizon. That's also coming this year too. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all the other, you know, original IPs that we've created, it's been, 
it's been crazy. Like, you know, because up until then, everyone knew us for, you know, doing Mega Man Zero yeah. and Mega Man 9, Mega Man 10. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all well and good and great. Um, but it's there is something to be said about being able to stand on your own two feet with your own original creations. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 that's the good stuff. <laughs> awesome. Now, you know, I had a, I had a few game developers on the show in 2020. Um, people you're very familiar with Greg Casavan of super giant games, um, Matt Bozen way forward, uh, Mike Herman. I don't know if you ever uh, got a chance to meet him. He, uh, he's in collegeville, uh, and he does, uh, a wrestling game called retro, um, Mania, uh, retro mania, uh, wrestling. Yeah, and, I've heard of retro. I haven't met him personally, but I heard of retro media. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of still though. new. He's kind of still new, but to his credit, what he did with that game and what he's doing with that game is just pretty awesome. I mean, for no, if you're wrestling, retro media looks super super cool. Um, it is. It I, is I, a lot of fun too, and he's constantly tweaking on it. They're looking. At, they're about to come out with the next update. I also got a chance to talk to Ben Fiquette, um, it, you know, who's in Paris when they were working on uh, Streets of Rage uh, three. Or, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Four, yeah. I mean. That's awesome. And all of them during the time of 2020 each had their own significant challenges with the pandemic mm-hmm. and everything. So mm-hmm. anti creates yep. being in Japan probably has the biggest challenge trying to work through the current climate of everything. I mean, I've been following what Japan has been going through because I have not just video games as a fandom, but also, you know, wrestling and, and how, you know, the, the, um, the wrestlers from the, uh, from other uh, countries and everything can't come in. You guys can't get out. Mm-hmm. And, the mm-hmm. pandemic situation mm-hmm. is just getting, you know, it just goes up and down over there. Yeah, man. How much of a challenge has it been for um, for the company since the pandemic has begun? Like, yeah. So on that front, like I would say the biggest thing that we lost the ability to do was go to the international events, a.k.a. like all the events in the States. You know, we you do best. We, we <laughs> it's, my, it's, uh, it's honestly I miss it so much. Like it's. Yeah. I bet it, it's it's a little grueling at times, just making those those super long flights and yeah. having jet lag knock you upside the head for a week, <laughs> and then just you know. Uh, but like the the dude, like those events were like they gave me like they gave me like so much fuel that I needed. Mm-hmm. Like it's so I miss them so much, and like we uh, we we especially for being a small to mid-sized Japanese game developer, we were doing a lot of U.S. events. Like, I would say more than any... I would I would put a fiver down mm-hmm. on a bet that we were the... We did the most U.S. events for a Japanese game company that didn't have a U.S. office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I I, when I followed, you know... That. I remember following, you know, you guys on social media and everything. Yeah, you guys were hustling. <laughs> like okay. we were, we were doing in uh, in uh, in 2019. We did um, like 2019 into 2020. We did PAX South, PAX mm-hmm. East, PAX Prime or PAX West, or you want to call it right. uh, Anime Expo, Anime NYC. We did, jeez, uh, we did MomoCon. We did- <laughs> all kinds of stuff, dude, and just going to all these events and like that. Being able to, you know, because you know, North America—that's my audience. Yes, you know that, that. Those are the people that I'm responsible for connecting with, and mm-hmm. 
you know, making them bigger fans or making them fans of our games from nothing. Right. Right. So those chances to go to those events was so good to get your game in people's hands because here's the thing, man, like it's with every passing year, it becomes harder and harder and harder to market your games and get them in front of people's eyes and get them in people's hands. There are just, this isn't a bad thing. There are just so many games out there. But social media is, is, it's a, it's a tool, but it's not like an effective tool to the point that you can do better by just being interacting in person. Exactly. Like social media, it, it's one, it's one part of your arsenal, right? Yeah. It's not the whole shebang. Yeah. And you know, with, like I said, just with, with every passing year, just so many amazing games yeah. from, you know, AAA developers to, you know, ragtag crews of indie devs with a dream and yeah. everything in between, you know, it's, <clears throat> you have all these amazing games coming out and there's only so many gamers who only have so much time, you know? Yeah. So it, it is, it is, it becomes increasingly challenging every, with each passing year to, to get your game out there, to get it in front of people. And what, what the events were so good at, mm-hmm. it was the best tool we had for getting our game in front of people, be, be it existing fans or people who are seeing it for the first time. Right. So losing the ability to do that has been very challenging yeah. because you gotta, you gotta try to make up that ground somehow. Right. And it's really hard when you have no physical presence right. in anywhere outside of Japan. Now, if it helps make you feel better and the company feel better, you know, G4 is back, right? I do. I do. So I watched an episode of X play and um, one of the cast members actually kind of name drop Azor striker <laughs> gun vault as a game that every, a lot of people should be playing right now. You know, I, uh, I, I didn't know that when it aired and then what was it like a few days ago, <clears throat> one of my really good friends just messaged me out of the blue. She's just like, Hey, look what's on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she just sends me like a video clip from her phone of them talking about gun vault. I'm just like, Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's a testament of the impact that all the hard work that you guys to make such a great game, you know, it, it is. And you are absolutely right about that. And, uh, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, Gerard, the completionist, he's part of G4 now. Yes. And, um, you know, he's he's a good friend. And uh, so I messaged him after I saw that, like, do you have anything to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everything little... that they do is just pretty much ad lib and they just, you know, blurred it out. And I think that's when um, TBH pretty much, or the Black Hokage pretty much just, you know, blurted out and said it. And it was like, yeah, that's dope. Somebody, you know, <laughs> NT Creates is really making somewhat of a, they're making noise. Even still to this day, they're making noise and it's, it's dope. Like the, the retro gaming community is still out there. And you guys, oh, I think are a lot of you, I, honestly, NT creates way forward. I mean, you between you guys and Yacht Club Games, you guys are like in the forefront of you know keeping and maintaining the re, the, the modern day retro yep. uh, community when I, it comes I, to I gaming. Say, like, yeah, like the three of us, you know, we're like the Triforce of like retro style. Exactly, games. Like, the Trinity. You know, I <laughs> I cannot say enough great things about the folks at Way Forward and Yacht Club Games. You know, I've worked with them for years yeah. on different projects, and they are just. I cannot say enough wonderful things about those teams. They're so good. Uh, they make such incredible games and they're such Indeed. awesome people. <laughs> and uh, you just, you can't help but want to just like support uh, 
people like that. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and, and I really, really enjoyed them. We do. It makes it a lot easier. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, and just learning about like, like I'm here doing with you, just learning about everything that you guys do. I have such a deep respect for indie game developers. I mean, and I know that's where the completion is, is that's up his alley and everything. And when I hear him talk about it on, uh, on X play and all this stuff, it warms my heart because I understand. Yep. Yep. And there's a, there's a, like, I think indie game is the real art of gaming right now. It, it, it is. And like, you know, and that's not to take anything away from, you know, AAA developers. No, right? no, no not at all. It's just, it, it's just like, but it's like, it's a different beast because, you know, um, you have so much, you know, if, if a AAA game bombs, you know, the, the studio is not going to close. Right. <laughs> or like, you know, you're not going to, you know, it's, uh, but they got so much more to worry about. I mean, they got stock, they got stock uh, shareholders. They got, you know, Mm-hmm. all of those the, the pressure of that and then on top of that yeah. it's mostly money driven whereas a lot of times you know indie games are created by people with passion people who already worked in you know these other major you know organizations the eas if you will and wanted to create their own thing i mean you guys got kg inafune with you guys i mean that's a story in itself you know, yeah, that, I mean, the work with him was amazing. And then, I mean, I mean, that kind of speaks to the, the founding of Integrates. I mean, Integrates yeah. was literally founded by a group of Capcom employees who was like, mm-hmm. hey, we want to do our own thing together. OK, I guess we're making our own company. And, yep. well, <laughs> you know, here we are. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's definitely something that speaks to that. And, you know, um, you know, our 2D side scrolling action games with pixel art like the the top selling genre of video games? No. But you know what? That's what we love to make. Mm-hmm. That's what we're good at. And there are, like you said, there are still plenty of people who still love and appreciate these games. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, you know, we've, you know, we've grown a lot over the past, you know, since, you know, Gunvolt came out and we started really doing our own thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, we've grown a lot since then. But I still feel like, you know, despite how much we have grown, I still feel like there is so much more room for growth. Yeah. I still feel like, you know, especially with, you know, like, you know, anime style games becoming more popular in recent yeah. times. Um, and, you know, with like just the, just the amazing creativity and, and uh, talent that our, you know, character designers have, you know, you know, you look at games like, you know, like, you know, game, games with, you know, well-designed anime characters are more, probably more popular now than they've Let's ever just been. say every one of your games. <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know and you know there's i still i still think there's more room to grow with the people who love retro stuff i still yeah. think there's more room to grow with the people who love like anime style games right. and all these other places in between like so like we're by no we've by no means like okay well we've pretty much tapped out any possible right. fan base we could have no 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 right. i think we still have plenty of room to grow and i hope we can keep doing that now in, in addition to my, in addition to the questions that I have, I mean, in terms of philosophy, you know, when it comes to game development, are you guys more about making them fun, making them challenging or because, and I'm thinking about this because I played Metroid Dread. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a love hate relationship with that game with me. Whereas <laughs> I hate them for me for, you know, making my heart beat the way they do when these Emmys come. But then it's something rewarding about it when you actually accomplish something. And then I play your games, especially uh, the last uh, Luminous Avenger X, yeah, yeah. where it was it, it, it gave you choice. It gave you freedom of choice to say, you know, you want to go gutless or you want to just go and put in the effort. And it gives you a choice. And I'm a proud gutless player. 
<laughs> there's some hey, days I'm a little stressed out. Hey, I don't want to be annoyed, but you, you know, just enjoy Lola, the just enjoy the environment. Where do you guys yeah, stand dude, on that? You want to hear those those hot Lola tracks? You gotta, you know, if you want to make sure you hear Lola sing to you every stage, that's one way to do it. You know, and um, and I, I think you 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 actually hit on what I was gonna say was like. I think striking a balance is key and giving players as much choice as you can. Yes. Um, you know, you don't want to force, if you force people to either have an experience that like, you know, especially, you know, with this 2d action games like this, you have a decent, there's a decent chunk of people who are really experienced with these kind of games yeah. and they want a challenge. And then there's still, you know, especially in like the gunboat fandoms, there's a bunch of people, you know, especially people, there's like, I would say, you know, despite the fact that, you know, the 2D, you know, retro style games tend to attract a bit of an older crowd, the yeah. Gunvolt fan base has a bunch of, like, a bunch of younger people, too, who yeah. did not grow up playing those kind of games like mm-hmm. we did, right? Um, and so they're not used to, like, you know, grueling, you know, punch you in the face. Uh, no, they do. The action game difficulty. <laughs> and... I think if you forced the, that audience to have that grueling experience, you would yeah. lose them pretty quickly. Right. Um, so I feel like, especially with, with games like Gunvolt, that, yeah, it's a hardcore 2D style action game, like at its essence, but it's also a very story-driven game too. You know, exactly. For being, a t- for being a 2D action game, it's pretty story-driven. Oh, it's, and, and that's what I love. I'm a story-driven, t- I'm, a, I'm a very story-driven gamer. Like so, like having that option, like with Gunvolt, and this been the case since Gunvolt One. It's like the yeah. game is as hard as you want it to be, right? And and especially like one of the big things that we added to Gunvolt Two that I forgot to mention earlier, talking about new coping gameplay. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the big new additions to his gameplay is that you can Lola has a new healing ability that you can use to full heal yourself anytime you want. As many times as you want, oh, you wow. can sit there and just you could just stand there and take a pounding and just you're about oh, it's like oh no you're about to get KO'd heal oh no you're about to get KO'd heal <laughs> now oh the course, ga- the days of the game now, genie <laughs> with that said with that said you of course lose all your kudos or like your points that you oh there is a hand I love that. I so love that. <laughs> if you are going you know there's people in those games who are like. I want to get an S plus rank. I want to get a dope high score. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go for. So I'm going to learn these patterns. I'm going to learn this and I'm going to, you know, execute this with surgical precision. Mm -hmm. You have those types. And then you have some types of like, Hey, listen, I'm not super good at these style of games. These bosses are, are roughing me up right good, (laughs) but you still have a chance. Yeah. So whether you want to use healing 10 times or whether you're trying to go for a no damage run or somewhere in between, you have that option. You have that ability. Right. And I think for, for, I think that's the key is giving players that choice. Yeah. One in like, you know, in like with the Gunvolt games, you know, the other ones, you know, like Gunvolt has like his like pervasion ability, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like, you know, as long as he has like his like electric meter, if he takes a hit, he doesn't lose health, but he just loses some of that meter, which you can right. recharge. Just tap down twice. Boom. It's full again. And as long as you, you can literally stand there and just keep tapping, double tapping down and you're basically invincible. Right. Right. So, and uh, so if you're having a tough time, you just 
yeah, hey, make sure your energy is full and you'll be good. But <laughs> then you have the people who like you can, but you can take pervasion off whenever you want mm-hmm. if you want to go for that challenge or go for those higher scores. Right. So I think I think the team did a really fantastic job in this genre of giving of you know, basically trying to please as many people as you possibly can. Right. Because we want people to experience the story, mm-hmm. whether you're a action game super pro or this is the first 2D action game you've ever played. You know what I mean? Right. And what I, you know what I also say too, what I, I appreciate is that, yes, this is a 2D game that is, you know, kind of a, that it, it pays homage or there is an essence to the iconic Capcom past, but it doesn't feel like it. It really does feel like a game of its own. It has a story of its own. Even though some Absolutely. of the some of the patterns are the same, there are some signature differences that you. When I play it, I don't think this is a clone. This is no, completely no, 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 no. a really fun experience. They got their own move sets, their powers, their mechanics, everything. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it. You know, just the core base of it. It's that's Absolutely. pretty much it. But once you get past the core base, it's its own being. So, and yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, I think I think that's essential, really. Like, if it you can't carbon copy too much in a game, otherwise you're not giving anybody anybody they haven't seen before. So, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I think that's definitely the way to do it. Yeah. So, for the first time ever, you are entering the world of voice acting <laughs> as the narrator for Luminous Avenger X Two. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you was about to get on the mic, <laughs> what? was it like getting behind the mic and uh adding the new t- a new title to your resume uh it was freaking awesome <laughs> it's, uh, um i've i have always been fascinated by the world of voiceover um it's something i've always would have been like you know in another life you know i would have loved to pursue that career from you know from when i was a kid you know mm-hmm. um but that's the beauty of something like voiceover is that you're never too old to start. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm no spring chicken anymore, but you know, it's uh, that's the beauty of that is that, you know, you see people who begin their voiceover careers in their thirties, forties, fifties. Like I have friends, very well-known friends who are like our, our seniors that are still doing this and they've been doing it for quite a while. Yeah. Like, and that, that's the beauty of voiceover is that, mm-hmm. you know, you're not limited by, you know, it's not how it's not how how pretty you are or how fit you are or mm-hmm. what kind of phys- crazy feats you can do. Right. Um, if you if you if you got the the skill and the voice and the creativity, you have a chance, right? Yeah. And it's something I've always loved and been fascinated with. And um, you know, but you know, I'm still very you know, I'm in every sense of the word an amateur. You know, I've done some voiceover training, you know, to some degree, but it's right. not by no means even close to what I would call a professional. The right? fact that you made it into the booth speaks volumes. I mean, like, <laughs> I, you know, I'll be the first to, you know, this is a game I'm working on myself, right? Right. But when we did, uh, when we did the voiceover, because here's here's another thing that's really cool about Luminous Avenger X2, is that this is the first Inti Creates self-published game oh, wow. with full English voiceover. 
<laughs> I was very excited when I found out that they that you guys are going uh doing the dubs. I I I was very excited. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. Um and it's funny because you know we talked about what you know the pandemic has made difficult. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, the pandemic has actually I think made it possible for me to be able to get English VO into this game. Mm-hmm. Because the new norm for voiceover now is everybody does it remotely. Yeah, built-in um, homemade closets yeah. uh, studios. Any, any professional voiceover artist has their own home setup. Right? And I'm they telling you, it's, it's their, everybody, it's every actor that, I, um, that I've uh, had the opportunity to uh, interview in mm-hmm. the past couple of years, it's interesting to see their closet. Like some of them went go like all out and invest in a whole studio that they just built in yep. their house. Mm-hmm. Other yep. people are literally in their closet. Like I just Cal Cal Aber, um, who's the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was my last guest. He was the last guest um of the year for 2021 that I had. He literally was in his closet when he when I interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? That Cal sounded awesome. I right? mean, it's, it's, it's wild, isn't it? You do. Like, you would not ever even know that these guys are like in like really closed areas doing what they do. Mm-hmm. That's how they, that's how professional they were. Now, yeah, did like, you have to do that same thing too? Or were you actually in a booth? I was in a booth here in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. So like we were doing, uh, you know, we do, we do stuff in the studios all the time. Um, yeah. So we were, we were doing like a couple different things and like we were actually doing the, um, the uh, the trailer voiceover for Luminous Avenger X two, yeah. and so then when the trailer voiceover was done, I hopped in there and did my little thing. And um, <laughs> but you know, this is something like you know, it's it's like I, I my my biggest like fear with this is it was like people will see my name in the credits as the narrator and be like, oh, well, he just like inserted himself in there because he <laughs> wants something. Uh, and while that's partially true. Um, like I can't, I worked with an amazing, um, an absolutely amazing human being. Her name's Diana Garnett. Um, right. She w- worked as my uh, voiceover director for this game. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with her a lot over the past couple of years. Um, she did, um, when we did the Gunvolt OVA for the, three, <laughs> the 3DS back in the day. Oh, um, yes, I remember that. I still have it, actually. She, <laughs> she was uh she did the voice of of jewel and lumen for that english uh dub um she did she did the um she's she's a singer and voice actress herself here based mm-hmm. here in japan um right. and uh she uh she's awesome she did um you're a naruto guy yes um do you remember one of the ending songs for naruto called spinning world have have the song uh, uh, <laughs> i own the from, song I think, it's, I think i think it's from shippuden but it's one of the she it did is. She did. Uh, she did it. That's her song. Oh, that's dope. And uh, she also did the. Um, she did the opening song for uh, Dragon Mark for Death too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She did. She's awesome. She's super talented. Super Another really great talented. game, by the way. I love that you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, but you know she's a seasoned veteran in this space. So Damn. I got she she helped me not only direct all the voiceover, but she helped me cast the game too. And I may tell you, man. I am so freaking proud of the cast. Like, I, I know you're talking about, like, you, you want me to talk about my voiceover experience. I'll get to that. But, like, man, I just, <laughs> I am so 
freaking jazz about the cast that we put together. I did see you guys got a really solid stellar cast. Like unbelievably amazing, talented people Mm -hmm. that we got to do the cast. Like, and you know, Diana helped me through the whole thing because I've never done this before. I've never cast. I, I, you know, I, when we did the, the OVA dub many, many moons ago, I didn't cast that. That was, I did not cast that. I was just kind of there to do my thing. So this was sort of my first step into um, casting and, you know, directing the voiceover. You know, I worked with, you know, she was the main director. So I was there more of like a kind of like a assistant director, I guess. Yeah. Um, But it, it, it came out so good. And I'm so absolutely thrilled with the cast that we got um at, every single one of them absolute professionals and like getting on this this is kind of what i was getting to getting on the zoom calls with them and seeing their like crazy home setups that you know <laughs> you know these are you know people like alejandra saab and cassandra lee yeah. morris and kira buckland like they they're true blue professionals and they yeah. have these awesome setups and i'm just like seeing on the zoom call i'm like yep okay <laughs> <That's how it laughs> is. we got this um so but like Telling it back now, getting back to my own experience, like, you know, it was just, it was something I've always wanted to do. And, and I told Diane, I'm like, listen, like, you know, it's a, it's a small little thing. Like, uh, I want to try this. And if I suck and I am, and I do not meet your quality standards, then please do not put me in. That was my one request. I'm like, if I sound like trash, I don't want to be in it. I right. do not want to be in it if I don't sound good. I, I, so, I, I totally don't blame you. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, she helped me out. She coached me a bit. And uh, I can't tell you how many times like, okay, do it like that, but without the Philly accent. <laughs> oh, man, no. We can't have any Philly <laughs> funk in it again again. Come on. <laughs> well, like, well, I should say without the Philly accent, but with, like without like the like sounding obviously Philly accent when you're trying to, you know, because when you're a narrator, you're supposed to be pretty like, you know, down the middle, right? Right, right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun, but you know, it worked out, and uh, yeah, like, so this is a small, tiny little thing, mm-hmm. but but just that, just to be able to say that, you know. I'm in the same cast in a video game with the likes of Cassandra Lee Morris and Kira Buckland. And like, it's just like, yes. like that's dope. <laughs> it is. It very much is. You're, you're so among a great cast, a great group there. And so it's honestly, it's been in that experience as, you know, I was only, I was in and out in no time. Like just the time in the booth is super short, but that experience and just being able to be a part of that. Right. Yeah. Um, has, really inspired me to want to do more um with it you know not just like yeah. you know i want to get better with it i want to take you know now that you got your taste voice oh yes absolutely like i want to do like you sound like classes. you sound just like me when um you talk about naruto my one of my good friends is the voice of uh, naruto molly flanagan oh awesome she called me up and then uh you know it's because of her that i'm here doing eight doing video interviews now because she uh 
asked me to host their panel. They're like whole entire Naruto panel, like nine of the cast members on there with 50 people on Zoom. I've never done it before. And I did it and knocked it out the park. And we had a lot of fun with it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, dude. I love it. And since that point, I've been doing nothing but audio and video interviews because that's of great, that dude. time. I love it. I Which then, it. you know, alluded me working on the Repop Metaverse panels as well. <laughs> now I got to chase it out like I can't like stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> yeah, so like I got, I got my case and I want more. But, yeah, you know, I, I empathize. But, you know, I, I will have to, you know, I got to get cast for something on my own merits. Yeah. Right. You know, like, so that's that's my goal. One of my big goals going forward is to you know get better at voiceover and mm-hmm. land a role i don't care if it's just like random dude c you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> just to just to get the credits in yep exactly exactly so that's 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 a big goal i have for this year but so. that's the funny thing about it too a lot of the voice actors out there i like to say just actors but a lot of the actors who do voice roles out there um they don't know like there a lot of these actors are you know people are fans of who do the, some of their favorite voices of anime, but they also mm-hmm. do like all these sound effects. Too. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or just played like, like just random other people all the whole entire time. So like, it's just mm-hmm. getting that credit in. Yep. Yeah. And that's how, you know, you, you get the credits in, you build connections with, you know, casting directors, with just yeah. people in the space. And, you know, if you're a good person who's a team player and, you mm-hmm. know, you've got a good, you know, you got, you know. Look, if you want you me to say, know, right. If you, you want me know. to say "eep" like fifty times, and "eep" sounds good so many times that you reloop "eep" on a video game, I'm all good with that. I'm in. Yep, I'm in. I don't care if you want to be it's like some like derpy little like mascot thing or like a little monster that just like runs before it's, you know one shot by the hero. I don't care. Right. Like, like whatever. Like I'm down. I'm down to clown. Like let's just let's just do it. You know. <clears throat> all right. So sticking with the uh, Gunvolt universe also announced to arrive in 2022 mm-hmm. is the third installment of Azor Striker Gun Vault yes, uh, series. We it's got happening. to see <laughs> we a lot of people are happy about that news. We did get to see a development update video uh, with the legendary KG Inafune himself, who said yes, that everything was still going well. Yep. Um, we also saw an appearance of a brand new character uh, yes. that is going to be playable in the third installment as well. Yes, Can you sir. give us any i know you can't give us everything but can you give us any type of uh info on what to expect on that yeah so um so the character you speak of uh she's a brand new character her name is keating well, yeah. k-i-r-i-n kieran kieran mm-hmm. keating however you want to pronounce it um she yeah she's a brand new character in the gunvolt universe uh making her debut in gv3 and uh she is a um she is a sword wielding exorcist Mm. so she's got like power. so like she fights with like a she fights with like a special sword and she uses like talismans and stuff like that right. and uh she has like she's like super like lightning fast like uh sword sword attacks game style gameplay yeah super super dope um you know because we're like we haven't even scratched the surface of what gunvolt 3 is going to be for all y'all so i can't give you too too much <laughs> Um, but suffice to say, she's a bona fide badass, and um, her gameplay is something totally new to the Gunvolt universe that I think people are really going to enjoy. Yeah, I can't wait. I saw the footage of that. I was like, oh, this looks so beautiful. 
And oh, so she <laughs> looks so like she's going to be a lot of fun and play. Obviously, he's going to play a big part of the story and narrative and everything. So I'm very much interested in what this story is going to be about. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, you know, we're, we, we, we're, we're working on it. Um, that's, you know, because, you know, development of X2 is done. You know, that's just, you know, waiting in the wings at all the different, you know, right. Nintendo's and Sony's and Xbox and stuff like that. So, you know, we're just going, you know, I'm working on GV3 stuff now. I'm just like, you know, getting to getting, getting in there and getting my hands dirty now. Like, right. oh, yes, that's, uh, now, not to not to get into the deep of the development and everything, but like I, you know, when you said that, I just thought about that. Um, you guys, I, you guys are just you know the format as to what it takes for each of these platforms to be approved, right? Um, in terms of like you know, like making sure the the uh, controllers are for that you know particular version is good and everything. Are you guys like have are are you guys just like it's just norm? It you never have any hiccups or anything like that when it comes to that now or does that still happen? Because I know for other people that I've interviewed, especially um, I mentioned Mike Herman. This was his first game, and he was it was a big learning curve for him and his and his yeah. team. Yeah, when when you submit for Lot Check or like Nintendo or like for cert for like Microsoft or whatever, like there's um, especially if you've never done it before, there's so many little pitfalls you can fall into that you yeah. won't even necessarily realize. Like you know, especially there's a lot of like um, you know, just like uh, by the book stuff, like terminology stuff. And, yeah. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things that you got to make sure is right. And if they're not, they will let you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Um, you know, most, you know, it's, I would say most overall, most games do not pass on their first try. Yeah. Um, when you try to get like certified by Nintendo or Microsoft or Sony, whatever, like there's usually, um, you know, usually stuff will come back and like, you know, fix like little stuff. Like, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, I, I I don't want to get too into the weeds with it, but like, there's like so many just like little things that um, can prevent you prevent your game from being certified on the first go around. Right, um, right. So many, even if it's just one little like terminology error, like uh, like you're not supposed to use like this term for like if like this like oh this is a PlayStation term, but it's like in all right. the wrong something like that. That's nope. You gotta come in there. You gotta. <laughs> You gotta read it's yeah, it's a process, but yeah, you know, and the more you do it, the more you know, the more uh you become keen of what stuff to catch and what to make right. sure you double check before you send it in and like you and know, that's and, you know, submitting to like ratings like ESRB and Peggy and stuff like that. That's right. a whole other that's a whole other thing. And that's one of the biggest oh, yeah. misconceptions I think a lot of fans don't know about is it's like it's not just giving every you know the same game to every game platform and it's, it's just a go and it's going to go gold no each one is a different custom each one has its own ideology sort of kind of in its own way of doing things and you got to work with every single ver- like sure do <laughs> playstation doesn't have joy cons so you got to make sure the joy cons work both in you know in play in uh, handheld and separate <laughs> yep <There laughs> and make it work that way like that that you got to check and because um, they said, if you don't, they will, and they'll tell you to fix it. So, and I heard, I heard uh, Nintendo horror stories like they're really strict. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, they have to be. I mean, like you know, if you if you sell a game and then like, oh, I'm playing the handheld mode and it's all janky, like yeah. that looks bad not only for the developer but for Nintendo too. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, you know, it's um, you know, it can be a, it can be a, a royal pain in the tuchus sometimes, but um, at at the end of the day, it's kind of beneficial for everybody. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. I agree. 
So I believe the last time you were on, we spoke about this uh, before, but you know, since time has gone by and the series has grown exponentially uh, with a solid library of games and cameo appearances on other games. Um, with the, with we made, we talked about yacht club games and what they're doing with like shovel Knight IP and making a variety of different versions yeah, and types yeah. of games like mm-hmm. that has Inti creates thought about going other directions with uh, it to broaden the series further, maybe like, um, a melee game here, maybe like a fighting game here. I know, and I know they have Blade Strangers, which paid, you know, kind of tribute to that. But have you guys thought about going somewhat other directions with it? Because I mean, there's so many possibilities with the, uh, with the SIP. No, there really are. Like, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because of like, there's, you know, if you add up all the games, there's a huge cast of characters, you know, yeah. from all the boss characters and all the games. Yeah. That, I mean, just all the boss characters. And now with X2 in the mix, you're talking well over 20 characters. Mm-hmm. Just from the bosses alone, right? Yeah. Um, so in, in that respect, you know, yeah, you have you have a big enough cast to really to take this in a lot of directions. You know, I've mm-hmm. had I've had fans over the years ask for anything from uh gunbolt rhythm games, gunbolt dating sim, gunbolt <laughs> fighting game, uh gunbolt soccer. <laughs> oh, gunbolt soccer would be awesome. You know, because you know Mega Man soccer, right? So you know, right, exactly. I never thought about that. Uh, I've I've had requests of genres all across the board over the years, um, like Captain Sabasa style. Thing, right? You know, it's uh, you know, people, you know, we, you know, we go through all kinds of ideas for mm-hmm. not just existing IPs, but for you know original ones too. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the 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 thing that sucks is that you only have so many people and so much time. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, if we had a thousand people, maybe we could do some crazy off the wall stuff. Um, Another misconception yeah, fans <laughs> have. Yeah, I mean, suffice to say, there have been all kinds of ideas thrown around the things we could do with the mm-hmm. franchise. Um, I can't really say exactly what those are, but, you know, <laughs> suffice to say, you know, that's what happens when you work with a bunch of creatives. You know, you get all kinds of you get mm-hmm. all kinds of ideas from. Uh, you know, I've heard pretty much all across the board. So, um, yeah, we've we've talked about all kinds of different stuff, whether uh, it could ever come to the point where it would be a fully developed published game. Well, that's another story. But right. idea wise. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I mean, you talk, you guys have worked with a lot of people, but like, I mean, whoever mentioned fighting games, kudos to them, because <laughs> if y'all could work out a situation where Arc System works, it's over. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. No, I mean, hey, listen, on, on just a pure fan level, give me that. Give me that. that is a fan, that stuff, is a but... fan made development idea for me. Yeah. It's like Gunvo, mm-hmm. the Gunvo uh, universe with uh, with Arc System Works. Oh, my goodness. I, I think no, there would be, a, this, this will be the one to bring Evo back. This <laughs> is <a> <laughs> A man can dream, right? That, exactly. I mean, so sick, you know, uh, yeah, it's just one of those, you know, if uh, <laughs> if we only had X amount of people or X amount of hours in a day type of thing. But absolutely, to say, there have definitely been all kinds of ideas thrown around over the years, for sure. Right. So we talked about in the past uh, your journey of, be, uh, of being laid off from a job here in the States. And um, mm-hmm. along with, you know, Jessica, a.k.a. Trombone, you know, shout out to her. Give her my give her my highs when you talk to her. You guys set off to Japan in hopes to find your way into the video game world to which you did, which is just 
astounding when you really, really think about it. It's been years since that time, as we spoke about. Have you yes. looked back at everything that has happened since then? Um, and uh, what would you define your journey at this point, up to this point? <sighs> wow, that's a really good question. Um, it's one of those times because yeah. you're working so much, you don't stop and think. No, you really don't. <laughs> um, I did. I honestly, though, I did the other day. Yeah, when um, Jess and I had our yeah ten year anniversary, and just thinking yeah. about um, where we were then to where we are now, and just yeah. like you know, when like you said, when I came here, you know, the catalyst for me coming to Japan in the first place, you know, because I had I had been here before um, working as an English teacher after I graduated from university. Um, and then I studied abroad here while I, while I was in college. Yeah. Um, so by the time I graduated, or well, I should say, yeah, I, when I graduated college, I had already been here for a few months and I was, I was jonesing to come back. And mm-hmm. so I, when, uh, I was here for a year, then I went back to the States and, you know, tried to get my career started and I met Jess along the way and all that stuff. But like, it right. just, you know, it it was going in all kinds of crazy directions, none of which I anticipated when I graduated college yeah. and, you know, just trying to get by, do my thing, you know, have a good life. And, you know, just a complete blindsiding of a layoff, you know, hit me like around the end of 2013 and, uh, you know, just completely threw off my whole plan. Right. And then like, um, you know, like, you know, you go into work one day, like, I'm literally rolling in there, like with my breakfast, like we would always do, do like a weekly meeting. You know, yeah. we'd all come in, we'd have like our little breakfast, whatever. We just kind of eat breakfast and like chat and just kind of catch everybody up. And mm-hmm. I walk into this meeting with my breakfast, and there's my manager and the HR manager, and that's it. And I'm like, oh, oh that that that'll do it. Yeah. The that's HR manager, man, it's like you don't normally see the HR manager, and when you do, it's like, yeah. oh, man, what's happening? Normally, it's like the whole team, right? And it's just yeah. them too. And I'm like, oh. I know what yeah. this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just get the spiel, you know, and then, you know, and then by the end of the day, my entire team was out the door and just like, out of, just out of the clear blue sky. And just like, you know, uh, I was about to like, I was about to sign a lease on a condo for Jess and I, and like all this stuff and just like, you know, completely throw my whole game off. Right. So um and, and just trying to figure out what we wanted to do and i'm like you know started missing japan again real hard right <laughs> you know because like yeah you know, i had a good thing going here and uh jess had always wanted to uh go to japan and spend time there and we talked about like holy crap Liam, what if we just said like well screw all this let's just start over and just like do something crazy and you know we batted the idea around for a long time and then one day we just said you know what the heck with it and we bought mm-hmm. plane tickets at like four in the morning one night and just like like you know what screw it we're gonna do it we have the means if we're gonna do this it's gonna be now right mm-hmm. and uh so we did and i uh i came over here with you know uh on a tourist visa um which basically allows you to stay for up to 90 days yeah and so i'm like all right i've got 90 days to find a job Oh, so this okay. So this is the part I, we didn't talk about, or I didn't know about. So you had a ninety-day, uh, you know, grace period, if you will. And yeah. wow, it's like you're so, a, it's like you're in an RPG in your own. Uh, so. We spent the money. We spent the money on the plane tickets. We got you know paid for lodging. You know, using a bunch of savings and stuff that we had, and uh, just like it was do or die, really. Like because if we if we, we better failed, on yourself. We 
we would have <laughs> came back in even worse shape than when we left. You know? Right. Uh, so uh, hit the ground running, looking for work, uh, anything really, just to get a visa. And uh, you know, I found a, I found a just an English teaching gig, you know, just to hold me over and did that for a while. And I was like, you know, this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> seen it, you know, uh, and uh, through a very fortunate chain of events, I found myself in contact with uh, uh, Inti Creates, and uh, mm. uh, they were gracious enough to give me an interview. And I must have did something right because they uh, they uh, accepted me, and that was uh, September of 2014. Wow. And you know, when we when we first got here. We were in a a thirteen square meter apartment, which is about mm-hmm. less than two hundred square feet. Yeah, <laughs> basically a shoebox. Basically, you're standing here, she's standing right there, yeah. and you say goodnight, <laughs> click. Right. You know, <laughs> sharing a single bed for two people, like doing have like no room for anything. Right, and you know. And now I'm looking at, you know, when we our 10 year anniversary hit, I'm like, I'm a seven year game industry veteran and I'm sitting on the couch inside a house that I bought in Japan Mm. that I own. Like, what the hell? Exactly. And that's what I was waiting for you to say. (laughs) It's like, what the hell? How did this like, what? Huh? Because you don't. People don't don't understand like when you when you got that passion and drive, you go blank. Like whatever you do, you go blank and you don't realize what you do because your drive is just taking over everything. And then when you finally stop to talk about it and look back, you just did what you just did. It was like, (laughs) wait a second. (laughs) How long have I been in Japan? (laughs) It's crazy, man. Like, like you really just like it. You know, that was if you told me, you know, when Jess and I first started dating 10 years ago, if you would have told us, hey, 10 years, this is where you'll be. Mm-hmm. What? You're nuts, right? You know, that's what I would have <laughs> said to you. And like, you know, like, you know, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. And like, you know, you know, I'm not some uh, I'm not some exceptional person. I'm just a guy who wanted to do a thing. You know, I, I wasn't bestowed by by you know by the 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 uh circle of kings or the whatever right. I, don't know. <laughs> I wasn't bestowed with some great power by anything it's just just a guy and so i always say like you know i i i, I appreciate the kind words so much and i'm just always like you know man like if i can do this anybody can say it one more time please if if I can do this, anybody can. <laughs> it's funny you said that because like I, I that's one of the things I want people that are listening now that are watching to get across. And it's just like it really is if you have the will and want to do it like what you're doing. By the way, you're, I'm living vicariously through you because you're in Japan. And then <laughs> to, to, to the extent of what I'm doing, what I've been able to do, you know, since, you know, ACMG is, you know, going through their 10, it's 10 year anniversary too. So it's wild, right? It is wild because with everything that has happened since I started these four letters, it's just been surreal to even get meeting you guys to meeting people in the industry of all of these fandoms. 
you know, talking to people in Marvel, DC and, and, you know, talking to, you know, you guys and even like people in Singapore and Taiwan (laughs) and Russia. And like when you started ACMG, if someone told you like, yeah, you would be, you'd be running all these things. You would, you would have spoken to all these amazing people in every facet of those that makes up the A, the C, the M and the G, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it would have been hard to believe, I imagine. I, I would. I there's part of me that says yes, and there's a part of me that kind of knew because of my background. I knew the potential of what this can be, and if anybody's going to believe and have faith, it's got to be me. No, because that's true, I'm the man. only one that has this vision to see it, and you, it's up to me to make sure to see yourself than I did when I started. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's. You know, sometimes you do got to take some risks and, you know, you never know, like, how something's going to pan out. But, like, if you don't, if I've learned anything is that Mm -hmm. if you don't try, like, at least you may may fail, you may, it may take you a couple tries. But, like, if you, like, I, you know, this may sound like, oh, you're just dreaming big, da, da, da. But, like, I truly believe, like, if you want something bad enough, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about like, well, I want a trillion dollars. Like, right. okay, well, you know, good luck, but you know, um, a little more, pra- more practical. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if you have like a goal, like I want to be, I want to get this type of job. I want to learn this type of skill. I want to yeah. go to this type of place, you know, like it may take a while. It may, mm-hmm. you may stumble and fall and fail many times before you yes. get it right. But like, you know, if you don't try, like, I know this sounds so corny and cliche, but like, if you don't try, like I say it all the time too. Don't trust me. I'll, I'll co-sign with you on this. Like, if you don't try, like, you know, that, that, um, complacency, complacency is, is the death of creativity and passion. Like if you Absolutely. just like, you know, if you're like, well, all right, well, I guess it's just how it's going to be. That's, that's where you got to check yourself right then mm-hmm. and there. If you're like, oh, I guess it's how it's going to be. Oh, well, <laughs> like, mm, hold on just a minute. Like, that's that's bad news. You gotta right. You gotta as you gotta stop, step back, assess, mm-hmm. and be like, "Am I really gonna be happy with that?" If the right. answer is no, sometimes you gotta take a risk, and you know it's uh, you know it's a uh, you know it's a uh, it's the Wayne Gretzky quote: "You you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." Yes, you agreed. Know? And, uh, you know, like I said, like, you know, you know, you know, we're, you know, we, we, we weren't, you know, we weren't blessed with powers from, from super cool anime characters. We're just two, we're just two dudes who wanted to do a thing and we're trying our best to do it. Right. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. You want to do the thing. No, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, like, I'm so glad that you said that because it's it's one of those situations when you're you're in a really you've been in a relationship. Sometimes it's like it's better to hear it from somebody else than to hear it from you. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, I can I can say I can look at me and be like, you got this man, you got this man, you're gonna do the thing, you're gonna do the thing. It's a lot different when like someone else comes and taps you on the shoulder, like, you're gonna do the thing. It's a whole mm-hmm. different thing. The whole, it hits different, different. So I want to thank you again, you know, making an appearance for the fourth time, getting to know you and just your journey has just been so fantastic. It's so inspirational to 
hopefully people that are listening and watching, but you're definitely inspiration to me. Um, it's well, just, you, man. Like, I'm not you know, joking they, when they, I, I, I can honestly say the same, like you watching, watching, watching ACMG just grow the way it has and just seeing what you have as an individual have accomplished is super, super awesome. Like, like you said, you go back to eight static and where we were then yeah, and where we are now, like you're, you're making it happen. Like you, like when you can bring people together from all these different places and you can bring them together to you, I think that's like a superpower, man. Like it's awesome. It's not everybody. That's not something everybody can do. And you're doing that. And I respect the hell out of that. And I think thank, it's super cool. Thank you so much. Stop yeah. trying to make a black man blush. But <laughs> <laughs> I got one more question for you. And this is like a really, I guess this is another philosophical one, I guess. Yeah, man. I, hit me. Everything that you've done, like what is the most valuable lesson that you could take from your journey thus far? <sighs> <laughs> Man, oh my. Um, this is going to sound so basic, and, but this has been really apparent to me lately is that like, you gotta listen to what your heart and your gut is telling you. Um, like, if uh, you know, you're always constantly trying to grow, you know, there's things that you want to do. And there's so many things in life, mm-hmm. be it things of your own doing or things of just the environment around you or other people, right. whatever, maybe that will you know, inadvertently or inadvertently try to get in the way of that. Yeah. You know, stuff happens, right? Uh, I'm trying to keep it PG. Stuff happens, right? So, (laughs) um, and uh, there are so many things that can, that will come at you via things that you see coming or things that you don't try to knock you off your track and, you know, make you think, okay, well, I just, I can't do this. I, you know, this is going to be too hard. This is going to be too risky. It's going to be too challenging. Um, Like the heart wants what it wants and you got to listen to that because the more you ignore it or the more you tell yourself, I don't know, man, like, I just don't think it's going to work for me. Yeah. The harder it's going to get to just deal with that. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, I've, you know, both in my career and my, you know, both as a professional and as an individual, like there's so many things uh, I want to do, you know, you know, obviously as a professional, keep growing my craft, keep becoming a better, you know, you know, better localizer, better producer, better, you know, all of that stuff. And then, you know, things I want for me, you know, I want to be, I want to be a better, uh, I want to be a better streamer. I want to get better at voice acting. I want to, you know, do cool stuff in my car. There's all kinds of stuff I need right. to do, right? And if you if you like starve yourself of those things, um, it it just it can it just it can affect you in so many ways that you don't even realize. Because when you when you're stifling your passion, be it for whatever reason, you just think, oh, I got it. I can't. I don't. I can't make time for this. I got to do this. I can't right. make time for this. I got to do that. Um, or this just doesn't feel feasible, whatever. It will eat you alive. It eats you alive. I see Don't it all the time. Ignore that. You can't ignore that. Do yourself a favor and just, if you need to like just stop and just be like, look your damn self in the mirror and be like, what do you really want? Right. <laughs> you know, you may have to make some big changes to make that happen. 
it may take you a while to get there. It may be a journey before you can get there. It might not right. be something you can do starting the next day. Right. Um, but you can't ignore that. And like, we've all been there. We've all told ourselves it's not going to work. We've all doubted ourselves. Mm-hmm. But you can't. The more you let that fester, and the more you try to stifle that in favor of doing, just like, oh, I can't. This isn't feasible. Like, I gotta just, you know, nose to the grindstone, bootstraps, right. whatever you want to call it. And uh, the more you stifle that drive, for whatever reason, no matter how noble you think it is, um, it's going to eat you alive. And the best thing I can say is that, uh, you know. You got to find a way. Listen to what your heart wants, especially when it comes to your own personal growth, your own personal things you want to do. Not doesn't matter what anybody else wants. What do right. you want for you? Uh, I've been notoriously bad at listening to what I want for me for a very long time. And I'm really trying to uh, get better at that. And yeah. just even in the small steps that I've made, I've realized how big of an impact it really does have. Um, so let that let that lesson that I've learned recently be one to you. Hopefully, that can help you too, because uh, it, it it's a big deal. And uh, just you know, it may not be easy. You may have to make some big changes and sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you listen to what your heart wants and you follow that, you can only go so wrong. You know, you have said nothing wrong at all. <laughs> that, I mean, like two hundred percent on that. Like that. Absolutely. I get in the space, man. It just it just blah. <laughs> it, I look, I totally I mean you are totally in sync with that. It is it, and that's just from that's from experience. That's not just you know coming out of their mouths, you know, and into the ears of you know, nobody with any merit. That's from experience. That's literally I've learned that the hard way. Trust me. And as you should have, because I mean nothing is gonna be that easy. You Everybody, there's there's nobody exempt from the trials and tribulations. Nope. No matter how successful you think someone is, I guarantee you they've been through the ringer and back. Mm -hmm. Nobody who is super successful, who's like living the dream, um, as you may in your eyes, you know, got there like, you know, people who are truly passionate about and doing something and using that passion to fuel their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody got there without trials and tribulations. Nobody got there without a crap ton of missteps. Yeah. You know, like, and you can't be afraid of that stuff. You know, like if you're afraid to fail and I'm afraid to fail all the time Mm -hmm. and it holds you back, (laughs) you you know, and uh, you know, I'm always in the mindset like of a saying that you only lose if you don't know how you lost. So, you know, no matter how many times I I, I get any kickbacks, I I evaluate the situation to see what I did and what I need now, uh, what I shouldn't do the next time around. And it usually, I usually follow up with success from that point. I mean, but it just takes trial and error in time, you know, it's just, you're absolutely, you're a hundred percent correct on that. So thank you again. You know, right from the get go. Yeah. Um, check yourself. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much again for being on the show, man. It's been awesome. I'm pleasure, so happy. Man. I am so very happy. I'm glad that you guys are doing okay. I'm glad that you guys are healthy over there in Japan. Yeah, man. Doing good. And trust me, this is a indeed a great, great birthday gift for me just talking to you. 
Oh, it's, it's my pleasure, man. I'm, I'm glad I could do that. Yeah, it's, it's always a joy to come on here and talk <laughs> with you and just and just have every time I leave, like with you know, having a great conversation. So uh, <laughs> keep keep doing what you're doing, man. You're, and now we can see each other again. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's it, it's been almost two years. You know, as soon as I can uh, get on a plane and not have to worry about how in the world I'm going to get back in Japan, it's on. Right. <laughs> I'm going, without having, I'm without having to do a, two, a one week or two week stay in a hotel or whatever like that. Yeah, man. Like I cannot wait to like, I, I miss, you know, like I miss, honestly, I don't miss America that much, but I miss my family and friends. I miss, you know, I totally understand. I miss people. There's, <laughs> there's the three things I miss. I miss people, food and events. That's what I miss. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I, I would kill a man. No, I wouldn't kill a man. I would, I would do backflips in the street for just a nice Italian hoagie right now, man. <laughs> You're going to make me have to go down, like go downtown to Reading or something like that to just look out for you. Right? Oh, dude, Reading Terminal. Oh, you're killing me, man. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just, oh, God. Just give me all of that. Just <sighs> patience, patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. It'll get there. It'll get I there. feel you. So right now, while you're waiting for that hoagie, how about give some plugs and let uh, our listeners and everybody's watching where they can find all of what you're doing next and what NT creates is uh, doing right now. Yeah. So, um, um, so for NT creates, uh, you'll definitely want to follow the NT creates uh, official Twitter at NT creates EN um, for all the latest on that. Um, you know, any, any new, new news, any happenings, any shenanigans, all that's going through the Integrates Twitter. Uh, you can follow, if you want to know what I'm doing, you can follow me on Twitter as well at MegamatTV and on Twitch also at MegamatTV. I've been streaming a lot recently. Um, streaming is one of my big goals of 2022. I want to stream a lot more. Um, so yeah, if you like, uh, I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Gran Turismo, Genshin Impact. Uh, I just played oh. Tunnel recently, play a bunch of retro stuff, all kinds of goodies. So yeah, uh, if you want to hang out with your boy, on Twitch or on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And uh, yeah, so I'm uh, looking forward to a, a big year this year. As Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to playing that game in about a couple of weeks. And, uh, oh yeah, man, it's going to be great. Enjoy it. As well as uh, Azura Strike uh, Gunvolt 3. I'm so excited about all this and what it's, you guys are doing right coming, now. Man. It's coming, man. Definitely uh, stay tuned. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more more juicy tidbits on that. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But uh, say the team's going full tilt. And it's looking really cool. That much I can tell you. No doubt. Well, thank you guys for all your hard work. Thank you guys for the enjoyment of video games and retro games alike. And, My pleasure. Uh, I look forward to seeing what you do next. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this very special episode of Talk Time Live with the one and only Matt Papa. On behalf of myself and Big Papa himself, all I got to say <laughs> is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care.